0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another odd and macabre episode of Vamp Jen's Corner, an extension of my official blog site of the same name which you can visit at jenvosquez.com. I'm your host, Vamp Jennifer, or Jen, whatever suits your fancy. Okay, so I've returned sooner than expected and first want to wish everyone a Happy New year. On the last episode, I mentioned that I wasn't sure how soon I'd be recording a new one, and then I remembered that a very important occasion was happening right at the beginning of January and the new year. World Introvert Day. Yes, so World Introvert Day happens annually on January 2nd, immediately after the hustle and bustle of the holidays when introverts everywhere really need to take a breather from all the social gatherings that took place over the past month or so. Now, if you're not entirely familiar with the term introvert and what it means, not to worry because I'm about to delve into introversion and talk about my experience being an introvert on this episode. And if you are an introvert listening, some of what I talk about will probably resonate with you. As always, I'll include links in the show notes to where you can find the blog post version of this episode and any relevant links to the content discussed. So Introvert Day was launched by a psychologist named Felicitas Hein in 2011. She felt there needed to be more awareness raised around the topic of introversion and what it's like to be an introvert living in a world that tends to favor more extrovert personality traits. Now the whole study on introversion dates back further and was introduced by psychiatrist and psychoanalyst Carl Jung during the early 1900s. He wrote extensively on it, and since then, many other experts have continued to do studies and research on the personality style. You can find everything from academic papers written on the topic to personal blogs dedicated to it. I was really compelled to write about my experience as an introvert after research and reading I had done in 2019. I learned so much about myself that year and it was a significant transition period for me. Learning about introversion helped me better connect to the world around me and understand how I fit in it when for a long time, I didn't really feel I ever could fit in. Before I jump into my personal journey, I want to share some insightful facts about what it means to be an introvert for anyone who isn't sure. These are points taken from books I've read on the topic. Introversion and extroversion are temperaments determined by our genes. What this means is that it's likely we are each born with one or the other. This also means an introvert cannot become an extrovert and vice versa. Introverts prefer solitude to socializing. When in a social situation, intimate gatherings are favored over large get-togethers. Small talk can be challenging, making it more difficult for introverts when meeting new people or networking. Introverts need alone time to recharge, whereas extroverts gain energy through social interactions. This is why introverts can become quickly pooped out at social functions. Introverts are quieter by nature, but this is often confused with being shy or having social anxiety. Something I learned and what a lot of people aren't aware of is that you can be an extrovert and be shy or have social anxiety. Introverts' brains are wired differently. There's a science behind this, but in a nutshell, incoming information travels a longer pathway through an introvert's brain. This can make it difficult to come up with an answer or solution on the spot, and thinking on the fly isn't second nature. Introverts prefer writing to speaking, favor listening to talking, dislike being the center of attention, and possess a vivid inner world, whether it's daydreaming or thinking deeply about a life situation. This is a brief roundup of basic introvert characteristics to provide a foundation for those who may not be familiar with the term. I will mention professional resources later for those who want to really dive into the psychological and scientific aspects of introversion. Although I've known for a long time that I'm an introvert, I had no idea until just a few years ago what that fully entailed. I was aware of my quiet nature, difficulties conversing with people, and discomfort socializing. I've found it challenging to maintain friendships because I usually pull away when I feel the social commitment is too much for me to handle. But there were other traits about myself that frustrated me that I wasn't aware were due to my introversion. I've gone the majority of my life believing there was something wrong with the way I interacted with people, processed information, and spent a lot of time in my head. I'm 36 years old and if for the majority of my life I felt incompetent because I'm not more outgoing, expressive, talkative, quick thinking, or social, how many other introverts feel the same? How many individuals out there don't even know that they're an introvert and instead think they're broken because society is tailored to favor a more extroverted demeanor? Now, I wanna make it clear that I'm not trying to pit introverts against extroverts or imply one is better than the other. Both groups possess special and unique talents and gifts and are needed to balance the world. Some people are a combination of both called ambiverts. My hope is that sharing my experience and what I've learned will shed light and provide some comfort to introverts who think they're pariahs. Okay, so we're gonna rewind the clock back a bit. It all started as I was scrolling through Facebook one day during the summer of 2019 and I came across a link someone shared to an article on Introvert Dare, a blog for introverts. The feature was about INFJ personality traits, which I'll touch upon a bit later. Both the topic of the write-up and the website were unfamiliar to me. I read the article and was stunned by the contents. I related to so many of the behaviors listed. From that point, I explored other articles on the site and discovered its creator, Jen Graniman, who is the author of The Secret Lives of Introverts. Before reading her work though, I randomly came across The Introvert Advantage by Marty Olson Laney while browsing at a thrift bookshop my husband and I visit from time to time. This happened a short while after I found out about Lainey's text on the Introvert Deer blog site. I wasn't looking for books on introversion, and in all honesty, I think I was mindlessly glossing over the shelves. But I truly believe this was the universe aligning to help me on my path of spiritual and personal growth because here, right before my eyes, was one of the most impactful studies written on introversion for only a dollar. Of course, I bought it, and after reading it, I was amazed by how much I didn't know about my own introverted nature. From the information I gained from Graneman and Laney, so many questions I had were answered. There wasn't anything about me mentally, psychologically, or emotionally that needed to be fixed. I just functioned differently. And it was a relief to know I wasn't alone in feeling that there was something wrong with me. It turns out that many introverts who don't fully understand themselves yet believe that there's something that's broken or malfunctioning in their brain or body. Now going off topic just slightly, I'm going to say a few things about personality types. Earlier, I mentioned a personality type called INFJ. This is one of the 16 personality types described by the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, also known as MBTI, which is an assessment that is meant to provide more insight on an individual's characteristics and traits, whether you're an extrovert or introvert. Um, I was coming across mention of this test a lot as I was looking up resources on introverts. You do have to pay to take the official MBTI evaluation. I've taken other assessments and my result so far has been an INFJ. Um, I'm not going to go into depth about INFJs because I want to keep the conversation focused on introverts in general, but I will summarize what it is. Each letter stands for introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. And INFJs tend to experience emotions intensely, are sensitive to other people's emotional states and are empathetic. If you are interested in a more thorough breakdown of your personality type. I'll include a link to a free personality test I took that was recommended on the Introvert Deer blog. Divided opinions exist, however, about the MBTI and other personality tests in regard to their accuracy and even the ethics behind them. There's a very interesting documentary I watched that I recommend called Persona, The Dark Truth Behind Personality Tests, which looks at these kinds of assessments from another perspective. I found it eye-opening and a good reminder to use caution when taking any sort of personality test. For me, I've found the free assessments I've taken helpful in understanding more about my behaviors. I don't think the results are intended to pigeonhole or define anyone, but they can provide much-needed clarity and ways to cope with the more challenging parts of yourself. Don't rely on these tests as holding all the answers, just view them more as a helpful guide. Alright but now back to my introverted journey. So during my 20s I had no idea about all of these resources on introverts and I became desperate to pinpoint a specific cause for behaviors that carried on from childhood to adolescence to adulthood. I mentioned that I had always been on the quieter side. Well, this started to become an issue as I entered my teenage years, watching classmates effortlessly chit chat and feeling pressure to fit in with a clique. I wasn't one to be eager to hang out with friends on weekends my focus when i was at school wasn't to socialize but to get good grades to prepare myself for college in all honesty my saturdays and sundays were spent isolating myself in my room lights off curtains drawn listening to cds as i wrote poems songs stories to some like my mother who i know was a little concerned about my well-being at this time it may seem depressing but i looked forward to that solitary time as the end of the school week neared It was also during high school that I discovered the goth scene. Since I didn't really know that I was an introvert, this subculture was the closest explanation for my strange and unusual personality. Being a goth introvert though placed me further on the margins of society because I didn't meet many people like me. Of course it didn't help that I wasn't putting myself out there to interact with others. Then, fast forward to my freshman year in college when a student called me out on my so-called antisocial behavior. Yes, it happened. I majored in music as an undergrad and sang in the university choir. It was intermission during a choir concert. Everyone stepped outside to wait until we had to return to the stage. I went off to sit alone, not thinking that I was doing anything out of the ordinary. A fellow choral member approached me and asked why I was by myself, not talking to anyone. I remember becoming immediately annoyed because my personal space was being invaded. I can't recall my exact response, but I know my irritation was apparent. He then commented that it came across that I was stuck up. That really upset me and I shut down. I gave a curt response and made it obvious I had no intention of carrying on the conversation. He walked away. Reflecting back on this incident, I realize now how I was acting out in defense instead of seeing that this person was only trying to be friendly and include me. But during that time, I didn't comprehend why I was uneasy around others, I just knew that I wasn't very enthusiastic in social settings. It was challenging for me to initiate and carry on conversations, especially with people I didn't know, and I could tell my quietness made others uncomfortable which made me feel all the more peculiar and at fault. Why couldn't I make people feel more at ease in my company? Other challenges have been in the workspace. Not understanding directions given to me the first time because I take longer to process what's been told to me is one. And not having ideas to contribute quickly enough during meetings frustrated me. I'd wonder why others were able to bounce suggestions off each other like it was a ping pong match. I've had bosses get really nasty because they were upset that I wasn't fast enough and on their level. And the interesting thing is I'm almost certain these bosses were extroverts. I'm not implying that their extroversion is to blame for their reactions. I've worked for some very compassionate extroverts. What is to blame is the lack of awareness that one, introverts and extroverts exist, and two, that their work styles differ. These situations took a toll on me on many levels and I had developed toxic habits because of them. I began asking myself, was I incompetent, ignorant, what was wrong with me? I googled my personality traits as if they were symptoms. The closest diagnosis I found was Schizoid Personality Disorder. A few of the signs resonated such as being detached, preferring solitude, avoiding social situations, appearing indifferent, trouble relating to others, and inability to enjoy activities. These kind of sound like bullet points I gave on introversion earlier, don't they? Many sources I came across used terms like odd, strange, and loner to describe people with a disorder. Well, what introvert hasn't felt all of these things? And interestingly, in The Introvert Advantage, Marty Wilson-Laney mentions how psychotherapists often misdiagnose introversion as a schizoid personality disorder. I was so mind blown when I read that and it all made so much sense about how I perceived myself and why. I also want to talk a little about being an introvert during the pandemic and quarantining because all of that got me really thinking too and about a month into lockdown I wrote about how I was coping as an introvert. I'm sure some of you saw the funny memes that had started popping up proclaiming how it's our time to shine now that social distancing and staying at home were the new norm. Much of my blog content centers around events and places, so when the mandate came for businesses to go dark and for folks to keep indoors, my calendar was wiped clean and future blog post ideas pretty much went out the door. Although the circumstances weren't ideal, it was a bit of a relief to have a break from social gatherings. Did anyone else out there feel that way? My blog has been such a blessing and it's challenged me in many ways. While it's gotten me to write more consistently and stay creative, it also has pushed me to network. Don't get me wrong, I think networking can be challenging for introverts and extroverts, but it can be very intimidating for an introvert in different ways. For years, I've struggled to overcome my social awkwardness. Interactions can be difficult for me because I think too much about what I should say and how I should say it, not to mention how I look and sound saying it. But there came a point when I knew I had to be confident and start introducing myself to people to get my name out there and to be professional. And I've come a long way since my 20s when I was very closed off and self-conscious starting my blog, and even this podcast have been avenues that have plucked me out of my comfort zone and motivated me to put myself out there, network, and connect with others. I love what I blog about, but the process of writing about an event is more comfortable for me than actually experiencing it at times, which goes back to the point that introverts usually prefer to write something out than speak it out loud. I'll admit there have been times when I've tried to talk myself out of going to an event because I'll think of the crowd or being awkward while introducing myself to someone. But that's when I realize I have to get out of my head and I'm glad I do because I've met so many amazing people at these functions, individuals um, I wouldn't have crossed paths with if I wasn't on this journey. And it's those connections I miss during lockdown. I've learned how to leverage my strengths as an introvert, such as being a good listener and observer, which definitely come in handy when I'm going back and reporting my experience. I'm happy that some events returned this past year and I had a fun time at the ones that I did attend. Like any muscle, I recognize that it's important for me as an introvert to exercise my social skills just so I don't get out of practice and become too self-conscious. Although socializing may not be a strength of mine, that doesn't hold me back or make it impossible to make meaningful connections. After soaking up so much information on introverts, it was important for me to open up and be transparent about this part of myself. I hope that some out there may find comfort and reassurance from my experiences. Although it may appear that I'm outgoing because of places I go or people I meet, I'm actually quite the opposite. But introversion is not a limitation. It's simply a different way of interacting with our surroundings, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. In The Secret Lives of Introverts, Jen Graneman says, instead of seeing your introvert qualities as your biggest flaws, consider that they may actually be your biggest strengths. I think that is a wonderful quote for all of us to keep in mind when we begin to doubt ourselves. Now, I'll share some titles I've read on introverts, and I'll also be listing them in the show notes. There's the Introvert Dear blog, established by Jen Graniman, who also wrote The Secret Lives of Introverts. There's also The Introvert Advantage, How to Thrive in an Extroverted World by Marty Olson-Laney. Another informative blog on introversion is Quiet Revolution by Susan Cain, who also wrote quiet the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking which I read and that is a great book as well that's just a brief list of resources but fortunately there are many more out there that are very insightful plus you can find even more sources listed if you visit the blogs I mentioned and the books also contain sections that suggest several other texts to read before I close out There are some words of wisdom marty olson laney includes in the introvert advantage that i would like to share with you she says words for introverts to live by be playful take breaks appreciate your inside world be authentic enjoy curiosity stay in harmony revel in solitude be grateful be you remember let your light shine thank you all for joining me on another episode of vamp jen's corner i hope you enjoyed it again you can visit my official website at jenvasquez.com where you'll find my latest content and what i've been up to i've also set up a donations page on there where you can contribute any dollar amount if you'd like to support my work there's also a donation link in the show notes funds will go to things like web hosting equipment um, upgrades and other costs related to producing my content. Any contribution is greatly appreciated. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at genvofficial. Until next time, stay autumn-a-cub!